press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, Ooh drama. drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got nom? They option no. Oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love, and life. I'm Connor McDowell. And I am Dylan McDowell. Connor, there has been so much going on. You know, the holiday season always brings new movies and new Broadway musicals and things like that. But I think I saw one of my favorite movies of the year a couple weeks ago. Did we see it together? No, oh. no. But we did talk about it on another podcast that we guest starred on. Uh, oh, okay. Pin that because I th- okay. I think that might be a little drama dose for oh, me okay. later. Yes, yes, yes. In a good way. In a oh, good you're way. hinting. Okay. I love yeah. That. Well, I hope that what I'm going to say isn't the same thing then. But Wakanda Forever, Black Panther 2. Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't know how they would top the original. Which is like your favorite. It is my favorite. Marvel film. Yes. You've, you've said that for years. It just feels like uncharted territory, but it feels classic. It's just so good. And obviously Chadwick Boseman is my forever celebrity crush. Even I though, know. Yeah. The sequel somehow to me was bigger and it was just as good, if not better. It's yeah. my favorite Marvel movie we've gotten in maybe since like Endgame. Yeah, I'm seriously kind of, I'm getting over Marvel. Is that bad to say? It's You're inundated. But I hear you. I feel like they really... Like they established Wakanda in the first one, mm-hmm. but in this one they were they expanded the universe mm-hmm. and the performances were great. I mean, Angela Bassett. I know. Come on. You know, there, there's Oscar buzz. Are you serious? Yeah. She'd be the first Marvel actor to get a nomination, like from a Marvel movie. I want her to have an Oscar somehow, some way. She deserves, I can't believe she does not. Doesn't she have one for What's Love Got to Do With It? Wait, does she? No, she maybe maybe she has the Golden Globe for that. And <laughs> maybe, yeah, our guest, maybe. our guest is confirmed. Yes, yeah. we're getting um I don't think intel she, from the producers. That's right, one, right? She doesn't have an Oscar, does she? No. So that's you know she needs one, no. and it's she this well, would give be a phenomenal supporting performance that was amazing. And she she, she say, made me cry. Yeah, she was incredible. I have to say, Lupita delivered. Oh yes, she and always does. She always does. She always does. And this, you know. She should have had another Oscar for us. You know, this isn't an Oscars podcast. That's my big, that might be my biggest Oscar snub ever mm. is Lupita in Us. I mean. That movie was so scary though. I don't know if I could ever watch it again. I never can. <laughs> but she is beyond. She's, She's amazing. Beyond. And she was so good in this movie. Anyways, if anyone's a naysayer to Marvel in general or things like that, this movie is terrific. I hope that it's yeah. just as much of a cultural moment as the original and I hope that people go see it and I hope it gets nominated for Best Picture because the first was. So. Ooh, and the costumes won. Costumes, like pr- production design. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's It was a big, it was a big winner. I love that. I wish we could have seen it together. It's always more fun together. We are together today. Yes. Though. Because we're home for the holidays. Yes, and yes, it's, yes. It's already been a fun recording. I am thrilled to welcome this guest to the podcast today. Mm-hmm. When I say I'm a fan, I mean I am a fan. Yeah, she is sort of like a breakout star, even though she's been working so steadily. It's like her moments have come 
slowly but surely before and after the global pandemic. Right. Oh my God. And now she's sitting across from us on Zoom and I'm getting nervous <laughs> for a second, but I think, I think you need to bring her in because I do. don't want to waste a second of her time. So our guest today is the winner of the 2022 Lead Actress in a Musical Tony Award and Outstanding Actress in a Musical Drama Desk Award for her role as Nellie O'Brien in Paradise Square. She captivated audiences as Kanisha in the critically acclaimed Broadway production of Slave Play, for which she received the Outer Critics Circle Award for Best Actress, and Broadway.com listed her as one of the top five performers of the year, in addition to earning her her first Tony nomination for Best Lead Actress in a Play. Other Broadway appearances include Godspell, Holler If You Hear Me, and the Color Purple Revival as Nettie, which of course we're obsessed with. She's also been seen on stage in Hurt Village, Antony and Cleopatra, The Wild, Party at New York City Center Encores, The Red Letter Plays, Fucking A, Rent, and more. Our queen of a guest is a 2021 SAG Award nominee for cast in a motion picture for her role as Betty X opposite Kingsley Ben-Adir and Regina King's directorial debut, One Night in Miami. She had a recurring role on the HBO series Lovecraft Country and appeared in Ava DuVernay's Netflix series, When They See Us, and Robin Roberts Presents Mahalia, directed by Kenny Leon. If you can't tell, our guest is on fire. Now watch her burn. I, we had to. We, we had, had to. to. We had to. <laughs> Welcome to drama, Joaquina Kalukamuga. Hi! <laughs> Welcome to drama. Oh, thank you. Thank you both for having me. We're so excited. I, I realize we're kind of freaking, like, geeking out a little bit to have you, but you're incredible. So I have to, I have to. Is that weird to be like, how are you with receiving compliments? Like, is it, does it ever get, like, easy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing better. I feel like I, I, I made it a point during um, Paradise Square to just like take it in and receive love in a, in a way. And I think it's because we've all been so deprived of like human connection for so long during the pandemic that I was like, you know what, whatever comes at me, I'm just going to be open and receive it because these these moments are precious. So I take it. Thank you. I'm learning. I'm so glad. Well, you deserve it. You're such a star. And I truly, for the entire run of Paradise Square, I think the whole season, the awards season, the uh, 2022 season, or mm -hmm. technically, yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone was like, you've got to see her in Paradise Square. Standing ovations every single night. I mean, incredible. Incredible. Congrats on your work in that show. You were phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you so much. I knew there was like something iconic about it too, when like maybe... Maybe a month after you guys closed, we were at a drag queen musical theater Monday night and they were doing like everyone in the audience submits songs, of course. And your Tony performance of Let It Burn was on YouTube, but someone still requested it. And the queen and the whole room was like cheering yeah, yeah, yeah. when the song was just recommended, you know, to go in the pot for the, uh, the medley. And let me tell you, it was a gag. Everyone was obsessed. The room I mean, went up and everyone knew the words too, which is amazing. I know. Your <laughs> queens are all about you for sure. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we received a lot of love during that time from everybody. I think people were just so mad about everything that was happening in yeah. the world that like those lyrics were just the perfect thing for what everybody was, was kind of going through collectively. Definitely. And I think that song will live on in many ways as, as we go down the future, hopefully with a cast album somewhere that's locked up tightly, but you know, <laughs> anyway. Oh, we need a GoFundMe, Jesus, GoFundMe. Okay, we might have to start it today, but Joaquina, where do we find you today? Are you well? 
I am so well. I am. Um, I'm very happy right now. I'm in Georgia being a mother, being a soccer mom and doing like all of those fun things. But um, yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited. I'm healthy. I'm happy. Like I couldn't have asked for a better, I think, time period. It's the holidays. It's lovely. Although it's freezing. I'm all right. You know? <laughs> Definitely. Oh my God. How old is your child? He's five. He's going to be six next uh, this week. Oh my gosh. A Thanksgiving baby. He is. That's so cute. And so you, you're based out of Georgia, right? I am. I live here now. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Cause I feel like you don't have to be, you know, one coast anymore. It's yes. you, like, it's how I live in Columbus, Ohio now, you know, it's, you can be <laughs> anywhere and still do the work. Very true. And obviously you were just announced for Into the Woods on Broadway. This happened like a week ago and the internet went insane. Congrats on that. I'm just so curious, how did Into the Woods come across your desk? Oh my, they reached out and um and asked if if I would be interested. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? I mean, I'm I'm slightly terrified, but also very happy because it's a very short, you know, rehearsal process. I think we have like two weeks okay. to kind of learn it, but um I'm so excited. The witch is so fun. And this is this will be like my first Sondheim 2 musical, which I'm very excited. And this was also the first one, um, first musical of his that I saw at a one-act play competition when I was in high school. A one-act so, version of it. Okay. Yes, which was so interesting. So I'm like, oh, revisiting my childhood like dreams. I, I was so happy when I saw it. So Do you have the witch's rap memorized already? Are we kidding? That was the first thing I learned. <laughs> it's such a juicy role. Have you gotten to see this production yet? I know I've been uh, I've been in Georgia and I think I missed it at Encores because of Paradise Square and then uh, kind of on the same schedule. And then I left uh, mm -hmm. before I could see the new production. So I'm going to see it so many times when I, when I come back to New York, which I'm very excited about. Oh my God, that is so fun. I mean, The Witch is an iconic role. I, I feel like this is perfect casting. I think I said that to you in the email. I was like, this is incredible. And you're going to wrap up this iconic production. I, 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 We've said this on the podcast before, but I can't think of another revival over the last several years that's had this much fun with casting, with audience engagement, with people getting so hyped for Sondheim in this way. I mean, it's insane. And like the history of the women, you know, that have played her is is ridiculous from Bernadette to Felicia Rashad to Vanessa Williams to yes, Heather Pina. Uh, I mean, like, you're just like Donna Murphy, like all of these crazy, crazy phenomenal women. So yeah, it, it feels really cool. Oh my gosh. Was there any hesitancy for you? Cause you're, you're not known to be a revival girl. You're, you're, you really, you know, invest in like new work. Well, color purple. Color purple. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I to be a revival girl. I love it. No, um, I think for me, I, I always get cast in like such serious, intense like stuff. And I'm like, I want to have fun. And I think this was this was a kind of a no brainer, honestly, too, because um, I have to kind of also be conscious about what roles I take now too. that my son is in school. So the fact that this was like such a short time during the holiday break where we could both kind of go up to New York and like have a good time, I think um, made the decision much easier. But like it's such a beautiful show. The The music is gorgeous. The message is beautiful that like I couldn't resist being a witch for four weeks. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like it was exciting. <laughs> yes. That's so fun. I love it. Now, your son. So you said you're a soccer mom. This is his first season. Okay. Okay. 
Jayhawks team. <laughs> and he's out here killing it and beasting it. It's really amazing. <laughs> Did he pick that? Or was that something that you were like, let's sign him up, see how he likes it? Or was he like, I want to play soccer? Yeah, well, I we all decided, like him and his father, we decided that um, we want him to play kind of everything. You know what I mean? Just like throw a bunch of things and, and see what he loves to do. So this was part of the season this year. It was like, let's try soccer out because he did basketball and karate before. So we're like, well, let's see how he does with this. And he loved it. It was like natural. So we're like, okay, we'll keep this going and see <laughs> and try some new things. He wants to do um, flag football, I think, in the spring. And I was like, all right, we'll see. Yeah, right. <laughs> We had your friend Shalina Kennedy on over the summer and she yes. of course spoke so highly of you, but we also talked about her son and we talked to her about if he had any musical bones. And I'm curious if, if you think there's anything going on with your son that he might follow oh. in your path in any way. <laughs> I have to take a breath. It's like, it, it, it is in his DNA. I think it, He's very dramatic. And to be honest, I think he knows the show <laughs> Into the Woods better than me at this point. He's already given me suggestions about mommy, you need to line like this and hold your hand this way. And I'm like, okay, I, can I have an actual rehearsal process? Can you not like stop my growth? It's very funny. Um, and yeah, I think he loves music. He saw the MJ musical like five times. So MJ has been on repeat, okay. literally as a cast album, <laughs> full on dancing, trying to learn how to moonwalk. He's obsessed. Oh, he sounds so <laughs> fun. He's going to love, I think, seeing you, especially in act one of Into the Woods as the witch. Like that'll be so fun for him when she's, you know, a little older. I guess not older, but she looks a little different than you would normally look. Not the not the iconic like runway model version they the do. Glam, the yeah. glam, the super glam. Yeah. Oh, that'll be so fun. That's awesome. We've had so many people from Into the Woods on over the last couple months just because we are obsessed with it. We, we've seen it twice, you know, when they switched some cast members out. And so we're going to try to come and see you in like the final week because I don't live in New York. So it's whenever I'm able to visit Connor that we try to see as much together as we can. But anyways... We have seen you do other things together, including Paradise Square, which we obviously want to talk about, and your Tony win, and all of the fun of this last theater season that really felt like Broadway was back. You know, it was such an exciting time. Totally. Um, first of all, congrats on the Tony win. What What was that, that moment yeah. like with Danielle and Cynthia coming out? I thought, oh, this is a stunt right now. <laughs> because if she doesn't win, Listen, and the <laughs> Daniel's gonna hit me finish. She was like, "Girl, if the, if I have to open this card, <laughs> she told me later. She was like, I don't know what I was gonna do if it didn't have your name.'" <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, I I was completely, I don't know. It it was the craziest, most uh, surreal, I think, experience seeing these two women. Danielle was my best friend and, and Cynthia, we were sisters, you know, in, in the color purple. She's such uh, a great light and, and great mentor. She helped me so much through this season because I literally had to call her and be like, how do you lead a musical? How do you stay healthy? How do you figure this thing out during the Tonys? Because during that time, you know, it's madness. It's, it's singing at galas. It's performing other times while you're doing your shows eight times a week and doing press in the mornings and all of this. So it's, it's a lot of energy that goes into it, almost like a campaign season, essentially. And <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, yeah. I, I never knew what that meant. And so um, having those women come out, I don't know. My heart 
my heart raced for sure. And and I heard Danielle like take a breath, like gasp. And I was like, what is life right now? And I don't think I remember anything else other than that moment. It was just so much love in that room, in that space. Uh, that was also my first time back um, because the, the Tonys the year before was at the Winter Garden. So to be back here um, in that space at Radio City Music Hall with all of those people, there was just so much energy and love because we haven't been able to be together for so long. So it, it was such a moving experience. I don't even know. Yeah, there's nothing that can like compete with that moment because it was just like the most divine thing ever having my best friend and another sister and my mom and my sister there. Uh, it was just so much love. Yeah. Oh. And I absolutely love your dress. I know that your sister designed that whole look. Yes, she's bad. Did you say it at the end of your speech or in the middle of your speech or something like that? Sure did. Yeah. Someone played it back for me. It's hard. I'll be honest. I feel like I, I so that day I so wanted to just be present and I didn't want to miss anything. And I remember Kenny, um, Kenny Leon told me early on in the season was like, make sure you stay present as possible during this time because so much is going to happen. Just try to be present and enjoy it. So I think for me, I was like, I, I lived it. I'm all right. Like, I don't I don't want to see it again because then I think it might take away from like, the, you know, the, the beauty of it all. Yes. I guess that makes perfect sense to me. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was such a whirlwind. I mean, put COVID on top of all of that and we were all scared the whole time. And I know Paradise Square had a few delays and whatnot. Oh, you. We were going to close. <laughs> we, that was the scariest thing. It was like right after we opened, I caught it. And then the cast caught, everybody caught it. And we were just dropping. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, it was a scary time for sure. Yeah. Well, thankfully things picked back up because I know it touched a lot of hearts. It was such a beautiful story. It was a story that none of us knew. You know, it's always, I love when we're able to kind of zoom in on this, these history lessons that aren't taught in schools. And, and it, it we talked to Sidney DuPont about it as well back in the spring. Love him, by the way. He, oh, a, a bright light. Love. And it was bright light. <laughs> it was, what he told us was that there were so many repeat attend attendees who were coming back over and over again. And I can't think of the last time there was a musical that really had that sort of a following that wasn't like an, an adaptation, like a Mean Girls or like something like that, you know, that already has a built-in fan base. So I think that was a really special thing that this new musical really resonated with people. Yeah. 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 It really, it was remarkable. And, and I think, and there was one woman, she was so touched. It was just like, you never know what people are going through and, and the healing power, I guess, of, of the arts and, and what great stories can do. And so every it, it nothing be coming out and seeing like those same faces and they would bring new friends, you know, and introduce new people to this musical. And this, it was like that kind of love is, is so beauty, so beautiful and, and rare. And it was, we had such a great time for sure with our audience. Yeah. <laughs> and also kind of special, you had an amazing standby, Aisha, who was one of our earliest podcast guests, but you have a history with her, right? Listen, <laughs> Aisha, okay, I, I, I don't have the words for this beautiful human being. She's <laughs> ridiculously, <laughs> like ridiculously talented. Um, and we, we went to high school together. And um, so we have such a great history. I mean, her whole family can sing, including the dog. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I, I promise you, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but it was, yeah, it, it felt, it just was such a great family of great people. Um, 
Yeah, I can't wait. And I told her, I was like, I can't wait to see what she's going to do because she needs to be full on front and center leading a Broadway show. Yes. I know. Yes. So, well, I know she was, in, she was in uh, <laughs> Once Upon a One More Time when they did that in D.C. So oh, that's that's yeah, circling. It's, coming, yeah. right? it's, cir- it's you know, it's no, out there. No, it's coming. It's it, coming in it? June. Yeah, because yeah, Justin Guarini mentioned it at one point. He he said that awesome. it's coming. It's something. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be great. When you were when you were young, did you dream about winning a Tony Award? yes i'm gonna say yes because i feel like i found out pretty late i didn't know i wanted to be an actor pretty much until high school and and didn't really know that it could be a career you know what i mean especially in in the arts and then when i started listening like for me aida kind of changed my life and seeing heather headley um and so like fantasizing about that and dream girls On the tone, this is just like a whole nother level of, of brilliance. Oh, yeah. um, so, of course, like holding a brush in your hand, trying to give a speech in the mirror, for sure. Yes. It, it was a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, you know, we ask all of our guests about the moment that they realized they enjoyed the arts in general, which I don't know if it necessarily means like wanting to win a Tony, but you mentioned Aida. Would you say that's your ring of keys moment, that moment of recognition where you saw something or first consumed it and you were like, oh, wait a minute, this speaks to me in a different way. This speaks to my soul. I need this to be in my life in a huge way forever. Do you feel like Aida was that moment or was there something else? It was something else before that. And um, my counselor in middle school suggested that I audition for this high school called Tri-Cities Visual and Performing Arts Program. And once I auditioned, uh, they gave us tickets to their spring musical. And the musical was Once on This Island. And I... I don't, I, 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 I didn't have the words for everything that was going on in my body. I mean, I cried. She turned into a tree for goodness sakes. I was like wrecked. And then they were singing and dancing and it was so much beauty and joy. And the music was just so alive and fresh in a way that I, I, I think that was my first show, honestly, that I, I ever saw too. So that completely changed my life. Yes. Oh, I love oh. that show so much. And, and did you ever get to see the, well, I guess the revival? when it was on Broadway a few years ago? I get to see the revival. It was so good, but so good. the essence of the show is something that you fell in love with, obviously. God, I, I need to hear you sing Waiting for Life. Have you ever gotten to do that in a concert or an event or anything like that? No, because that is just very unfair for a lot. <laughs> no, that no, time is past. <laughs> well, did you, did you obviously then find the Broadway cast album and fall in love with LaShawn's? Are we kidding? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And her, I, even the performance. I mean, she was gorgeous. Just, just, I, I don't have the words. Yeah, LaShawn's has always been, um, I think, a, like just one of the icons of, of the theater, at least for me coming in. It was her, it was Heather, and of course, Audra. That was just like, I can, we can do this. I see people who look like me and they're amazing. And her on the Hercules soundtrack. I mean, I was obsessed. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I remember when we saw Slave Play on Broadway the first time, Audra was there. Yes. She was in the audience. And did you, do you remember meeting her after the show? Yes. Are you kidding? Oh my God. (laughs) Never forget. (laughs) That's crazy. It was the same performance. Had you met her before that? Or was that your first time meeting her? That was my first time. Oh, cool. First time. Wow. Gosh, Audra, LaShawn's, Heather. I mean, 
the, tr- the trifecta. <laughs> they are icons of the theater community for sure. Unique voices. Yes. I think that's the thing too of like, uh, they don't sound like anyone. They're, they're all very unique in their own right. Right. And I think that was the beauty of it that like, um, cause I think for a while, I sort of believe that like you had to have a certain voice or something, you know what I mean? Or had to sound a certain way to, to make it in this business. And these women are very unique in their delivery and how they deliver songs. And so to see that, I was like, yeah, we can do this for sure. I mean, they're, yeah. How old were you when you saw Once on this Island? Were you, you say you were in like middle school age? Yeah, it was eighth grade. Eighth grade, mm-hmm. okay. And so then did you start performing in high school or in the community? I did. I performed in high school. We did musicals, spring musical shows, did one act play competitions. Um, and it was a, a mixture of kind of everything. We did like uh, Serafina was my first show that I cool. ever did, I think, at the high school. And then we did like Pearly, Raisin the Musical. Oh, my God. Um, rarely performed. That's that's a... <laughs> and I'm like, why don't they revive that? Yeah. I, it, it's, it's crazy. Um, it's one of the only yeah. best musical Tony winners to never have been revived. Oh, I mean, there's probably a connection there, but you know, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's interesting, right? It's I guess I suppose though the play is very much more popular, the Raisin in the Sun play, which is happening off Broadway right now, right? It, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even still, there's definitely a connection there. So I know you went to Juilliard. What was that like? A new dream, or was that something that just sort of? You're like, well, might as well audition. Well, you or... heard Aida and you were like, okay, wait, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be a star. <laughs> I'm going to Juilliard. <laughs> no! <laughs> but the funny thing is, like, I never considered myself a, a singer. I'll, hmm. I'll be honest. I always felt like an actress for sure. And um, it happened, it just so happened that, like, my freshman year, uh, the senior uh, named Amari Cheatham, he got into Juilliard. And I think my only connection for Juilliard was like Save the Last Dance. Oh yeah. You know what I, mean? yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know like what the school was until he got in. And I started to do research and I was like, okay, yeah, this is a place I want to go. This is intense. I want to do this because I was like, I don't want to take any math classes. I don't want to, I just want to like do theater all day. This is great. Um, so it was between Juilliard and Carnegie Mellon. I got in for musical theater for Carnegie Mellon. So that was a really hard decision figuring out where I wanted to go. But yeah, it changed my life. It's an intense schedule. I mean, you're in classes from like 8am to like 12 at night. It's so great. Wow. Literally the greatest training ground. Yeah. And I know like Audra went there and I believe Patty Lupone went to the Yes, she did. Yeah, her book outlines her time there <laughs> and everything. But um <laughs> following in those legacies, that's so cool. And then when did um oh wait, what did you study at Julia? Was it was it like a music degree or theater? Theater. No, I was an actor. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's right. I'm like, no, did no singing. <laughs> we did have one we did have cabaret though, our third year, where you do like this cabaret night, which was really fun. But that was literally the only singing we did. Remember, remember what you sang? I sang Meadowlark. Me and Danielle and um, Gail Rankin, we did a, a trio of Don't Rain on My Parade. Oh, that was really God. fun. What else? I can't remember. Then like we did like a group number of Thoroughly Modern Millie. Forget about the 
boy bears. I don't I can't remember. Oh, that's also fun. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, wow. So then you've also done a few TV projects over the last couple of years. Most memorably for me, Lovecraft Country. When you popped up, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. What was that experience like for you? It was beautiful. You know, um, it it came. So my father uh, had passed in that May and we started shooting, I think, in June or July. So it. It was a much needed uh, reprieve from like grief. It gave me a, a a chance to to really get back, throw myself, I guess, into the arts and try to forget about that. Um, I'm sorry about your job. No, thank you. Um, but the the story was so good. Yeah. Uh, it it was like, and and you, of course, you know, like they don't give you a synopsis of what's happening. You don't really get scripts. So you're just like finding out. I'm finding out as everybody else is finding out, like what's happening. It, it was so amazing and just um, way ahead of its time. And I, I was really excited and, and wish that they would have had a, a second season because I think where, where she was going with the yeah. story would have been remarkable. It was it was yeah. such a great time. And uh, Jonathan is such a phenomenal actor. Journey Smollett, such a phenomenal actress. I mean, just really oh, yeah. incredible people um, and even more incredible human beings, like with good hearts. And we had a fun time. I can't even imagine being surrounded by so much talent in that way. But the show was a little was a little wild at times. I'm shocked it did not get a second season. But absolutely wild. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that show had like a, a fun, like sort of mysterious element to it that I think was really drew you back week after week. It's a good binge for anybody who hasn't watched it. Yes. Um, definitely, it's on HBO. Um, and then you know you did Slave Play on Broadway, which I know that I've read that you don't necessarily love to revisit that conversation all the time just because it was such a tough character to embody and place to go is <laughs> so we don't always have to talk about it too much but we lo- we loved your performance in it and it really affected us and I, th- I know that the same is true for a lot of people so thank you for your work on that project oh thank you I mean I I think I think again like creating pieces that where people can have conversations about it afterward is, is really exciting and a, a, a great thing to do as an artist. And so for me, the fact that like people were having discussions in like hotel lobbies, in bars, I mean, like dissertations on YouTube, whether you hate it or love, it was just remarkable that there was this great uh, conversation happening around a, a piece of theater, whether people liked it or not. And so that was exciting. Um, but Yes. For sure, it was difficult. I mean, there's a mirror. (laughs) 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 The biggest mirror on Broadway ever, I think. Biggest mirror ever. Great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. It was so good. I mean, it's a piece that I think is worth if revisiting if you're able again and again. I mean, we saw it downtown. We saw it on Broadway, I think twice. Twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had to go back. I had to bring my boyfriend the second time and he was just silent as we left. It was just like one of those things where we we had to really sit with it for a little while and think about it. It was an important piece that interestingly came before the country started reckoning with Black Lives Matter, which I think was such an interesting part about it. And why I'm glad it did come back after Broadway reopened um, I know that you weren't attached to it at that time, but still being able, that story being able to be told was, I think, important. For sure. Yeah. I can't believe it didn't win any Tonys. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Wasn't it like the most nominated play ever or something? Yeah. 
yeah i think of the season at least that's crazy yeah that's crazy well it it lives on forever and how iconic it was and hopefully it'll continue to have productions elsewhere what was jeremy like to work with uh such a blast he's so his mind is ridiculous i I think he's hilarious and and uh, i don't know he's such an innovator i I, you know what i mean it's like i don't even know if i have the words for it but it's like like you're watching like a living legend in the making of somebody who's just mind works a mile a minute and is able to yes stuff and, and i just think he's such a great thinker um and such a great artist so yeah, I love him. 100%. You know, it's interesting because I can't think of another playwright who's like become kind of a personality. You know what I mean? Like he's so popular on Twitter and he's writing he's for so much. He's a model. Stuff. He's a writer. He's a, <laughs> you're like, Actor, he was on Emily in Paris. He was on Emily in Paris season two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what can't he do? It's amazing. Seriously. <laughs> when you look back on that experience doing that play on Broadway, what's like the, the thing you think of first? It's going to sound really ridiculous, but Rihanna. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that changed everything for me, Rihanna. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Because obviously the song was used in the show, but she came and saw it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. She came and saw it and she smelled like how a billionaire should smell. Like it was amazing. She's she's great. <laughs> I love that so much. Have you heard the songs that she's done for Wakanda Forever? <sighs> so good. My heart, my heart couldn't take it. Did you see the movie? Yes, I feel like okay. that was that's. It's so interesting that you brought it up because I feel like that was going to be my talking point for that segment. <laughs> we have to okay. get back to that. Yep. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. There you go. Wait, remind me. Did Rihanna come and chat with you guys after the show, or was yes, it that you guys knew did. she was there? She, she did? did. Yeah. It was uh, fun. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. Would you say she's like your your favorite musical artist? Oh, that's hard. Yeah, that's I, hard. She's one of my favorite. I love Beyonce though, too. So it's it's hard. I love them both. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce comes to play? No, she didn't. I'm surprised by that. I know that she's a, she's a Broadway fan. Is she? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She went and saw Hamilton. I know her and Jay have gone to see a bunch of things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I know. I, I, I'm I still waiting for the visuals from Renaissance. So right now I'm kind of like wondering, Beyonce, what's what's happening? She she dropped that teaser and then nothing. <laughs> she shook up all of our lives and left us dry. It's, I don't mm-hmm. know. What do you think she's waiting for? Do you think it's like dropping like the night she ends up winning Grammys? Like she's going to be like, okay, here's the visuals. I just won, you know, album of the year. Like, I don't know. I can't. I don't know either, but I know she's brilliant and I know it's uh, it's going to whatever her reasoning is going to be brilliant. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm hearing that the second because, you know, act one was Renaissance and then they're saying act two is going to be a um a country album. Are you are you country at all? I mean, I know you you're from Georgia. Do you like that kind of music at all? Or? Are we kidding? OK, so I am the hugest Shania Twain fan ever. <laughs> And I literally just did a um, my first like gala concert um, this past weekend, and I did a Shania Twain medley and lived my absolute best life. So much so that somebody in the audience passed out. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, live your life." <laughs> what songs were in the medley? Um, it was "Any Man of Mine." And uh, forever and for always, and then um, uh, um, you're still the one. Oh, I love that one. In 
incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm very partial to from this moment on. That's one of my gorgeous <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's so good. <laughs> I love her. Oh my God. Our friend Jimmy with with is such a huge Shania fan. I didn't realize that is it the up album that there's like three different versions in three different colors that are like <laughs> you another icon who's done that i don't know like seriously so yeah. fun ahead of her time it's it's pretty remarkable her, she has like a great documentary too on netflix heard about that it's like yeah it's now it was the person who fainted okay yes they are okay let me let me okay say. okay i know I, i'm like literally just like tell me about the medley and i don't even care about the person. <laughs> what else did you sing in the in the gala um i sang I sang some Let It Burn. I got love from Pearly. I sang uh, Misty, um, Make You Feel My Love. What else did I sing? Love You I Do from Dream oh, Girls. Little Dream Girls, yeah. Little Dream Girls Love. I'm trying to think. Oh, and then um, Impossible Dream. Like, that's just fun stuff for good. Like, all the cool fun things. Oh, my God. Wait, oh. we, need an, we need an album. Or, like, you need to bring this concert to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what's next. <laughs> Listen, I have work on it first well yeah, yeah. We'll, see. we'll see new york now, audience i don't know texas was giving me like great fun life so i'm like if if we can bring that energy to new york <laughs> yeah, it depends on the venue i think it depends on the venue everyone right. expects something different in a different venue so yeah so do you think that you'll go back to georgia once into the woods is done um yeah i have to shoot a movie <laughs> it's so there's a, a movie called Steal Away about the Fist Jubilee Singers. Um, and it takes it takes place in like the 1880s. It's going to be great. Um, and, and it's really just about how these young adults decided that they wanted to save their college and fight against racism in the KKK. And they did that by singing spirituals. And like Queen Victoria brought them out and they toured around um, the country singing these spirituals. And it saved their school from shutting down. It's, it's pretty remarkable. It's going to be amazing. So are you one of the students? No, I'm not one of the students. You <laughs> could be. You could be. You look so young. Thank you. <clears throat> <laughs> you do. You do. Can you say what role you're playing in it? Yes, I am playing Sarah, a woman named Sarah, and she's the mother of um, of Ella, who, who started um, the Fish Jubilee Singers. So it's going to be exciting. Oh congrats that's so exciting yeah and i think they have on their website they have like the script available available for people to see and stuff too so you can read it ahead of time it's it's pretty epic it's gonna be fun yeah wait speaking of movies i i'm been meaning to ask you about your experience working with regina king oh on one oh, it everything everything you could think of and more and i had i mean i was not like leslie where they had to be there for months i mean i lucked out i was only there for like maybe a week or something it was very short but in that time uh regina king was so welcoming and lovely and for this to be her you know her first um her first time directing yeah. a piece, it was, the energy it was so palpable in that space um those men are f- phenomenal you know what i mean oh, yeah. artists and 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 i think really paid homage to some really great legends and so it was it was beautiful it was such a beautiful time and it was shot we shot some of it in new orleans it was great i did like the princess tiana tour it was a hot i i was good <laughs> Like you can ride the boat. I mean, it was everything. I took a trip to the graveyards. It was like a whole eating beignets and everything. I was gonna say beignets, right? Because that's that's <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. 
Yeah. Oh, now that now almost there from Princess and the Frog. I would love to hear you sing that too. (laughs) You're an incredible actress, but I do think of you as being an incredible singer. Oh, thank you. I'm learning to to accept that now, I think, or or explore it more, shall I say? Yeah. Um, Question for you. Will you be going to Disney to ride the Princess Tiana new revamped Splash Mountain? Absolutely, because Splash Mountain uh, terrified me as a child, and I got stuck on that ride for like three hours with a bunny just going up and down and up and down. It was really traumatic. Um, So yes, I will be going. (laughs) That is traumatic as can be. Oh my God, I can't even imagine. What were you thinking to yourself when you were stuck? Did the ride keep going? No, we literally, we were on the logs and we just stopped. And we were in the cave and it was just like bunnies and little puppet things just popping up. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that would be scarier or it's a small world being stuck in the dark with the song playing, but both equally, equally horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Really quick before we start to wrap up here, I, I have a question about the color purple revival, which knocked me off my feet. I mean, it, it knocked everyone yeah, off their feet amazing. to be honest, but what was that experience like for you? Oh, it was such a beautiful, uh, like that cast is, is really, um, is really family because it was such a bare bones production. There was nothing to hide behind. We honestly just got a chance to really just explore and be ourselves in a way of like kind of going back into like a, a, a schoolroom and putting on a production and just, you know what I mean? Of like just raw yeah. bare bones, and we're going to tell a story and let's see how we do that. Um, and so it was exciting, a chance for us to trust ourselves. And um, Jennifer Hudson was such a light and, and you know, good. And Cynthia is a, a alien, you know what I mean? Like master yeah. class performer um, and artist. And the whole, cla- the whole cast was top notch. And uh, the music is gorgeous. The story is so moving and close to home, I think, for everybody. And um, yeah, it was such a lovely experience. Now, you were pregnant at the time or i did left? i wound up okay. pregnant yep i was like eight months it was, it was a little ridiculous they let me go long that's nicer than that <laughs> that was very nice of them but i was like oh this is a different story <laughs> when did you when did you were you there for heather headley or for for a brief heather- moment yeah i was there for heather for a brief moment which was I mean, we were in the wings, like, just like this, hands under the chin, like, just, oh, the choices, the butter, oh. The choices, the butter. The choices, the butter. Seriously, there were, like, a few of her songs on YouTube, some put out by the show, some not, some not. And I literally listened to them nonstop that year. Was that 2016? Yeah. Yeah, It was more, there was, like, a clip of her singing More Beautiful Than Words, and to this day, it's the choices that you don't expect. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> she, Heather was beyond like, and she was great in Into the Woods too, but you're going to be great as well. And that actually reminds me of one other question I have for you before we move on to Dose of Drama, <laughs> which is, I know I keep, I, I'm telling you, I'm such a fan. I just want to know everything about you. <laughs> what is like your dream project? Like, what would you love to do after Into the Woods, after you you shoot the film? Like, what would you love to do next? Like in the perfect world? Ooh. I mean, I have, I can't really talk about it, but I have like some, um, some stories that I'm creating and mm. because I'm, um, I'm Angolan, I have like a huge fascination with, um, 
my history. And so I've been like unpacking and doing a lot of research of stories that I want to bring about. So that's kind of where my focus is. Like I'm a huge like history buff. So anytime I can go back and like, let's bring this story out, I'm, that's what excites me. And I love originating stories. I think, especially for um, theater pieces, People ask like, what's your favorite role? I'm like, I don't have one. It's, it's the one that I haven't created yet or that's not mm. seen yet. I think that's the fun um, in, 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 in creating this world and bringing this new person to life. And so, yeah. She's a writer. I'm getting some writer vibes here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, fun. I love oh, it. So well, great. Sadly, we have to wrap up. This has been so much fun, Joaquina. We really appreciate your candidness and just your fun energy. We do like to end on a dose of drama, which is also fun, where we'd like to sort of get something off our chest, our minds, our hearts, anything that might be, you know, bubbling around after our chat. And mine has something to do with Danielle Brooks. We've been talking about her today. So we're thinking about you and Cynthia and Danielle in this moment at the Tonys, but Danielle doesn't have a Tony yet. And so I think that we need to make sure that happens for the piano lesson. I haven't seen it. I don't care if the role is Tony worthy. She just (laughs) needs to get the Tony. And I know she's always going to put 100% into it. Listen, she needs it. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say. Get her the yes. time, peeps. Yes. And the <laughs> show was just extended two weeks. So hopefully I will get to see it. Um, she is just amazing. And oh, that's true. Yeah. I, w- I would to. love to go see that. Yeah. God, I love her. Yeah. Do you have a dose of drama? Oh, my God. I, I was just going to say that her and Orange is the New Black, though, Always. was Always. she delivered every single episode. I remember seeing, <laughs> you know, watching the first season and being like, star mm-hmm. star <laughs> yeah. seriously great she brings such like empathy with every performance she gives you know anyway you know you're like best oh yeah powerhouse i love it <laughs> um well i mentioned this in the beginning but we were on another podcast our friends Nick and sophia host this amazing podcast about film called oscar wilde and we were on it to celebrate 20 years of the film version of chicago mm-hmm. And I just want to plug that episode. I'm not going to say too much about it because you can go listen to it, but incredible movie musical. I think the best movie musical, it's Chicago. Absolutely incredible. So everyone's got to go listen to it. Oscar Wilde. We promote it on our socials, but everyone go check it out. Are you a Chicago fan? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I just went back. The first time I saw it, uh, I saw with uh, Pamela Anderson. So I just. No way. the Broadway show. <laughs> How was she? <laughs> she was lovely. Yeah. She was lovely. Yeah. I heard she did the cartwheel and everything. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so fun. Go, girl. Uh, we got to see it for the first time when Broadway reopened with Lilius White as Mama Mort. Wow. Another dream, girls. If, if you ever want to listen to a really good, and I'm telling you, I know that Jennifer Holly always gets it, gets the credit, but Lilius too. Lilius. Yes. I mean, did you see the the whole documentary with all of them, with like Billy Porter and Audra and Heather? It, it it's like on YouTube. I'm just like, what? They are singing their freaking faces off in each other's face. Norm Lewis. I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> it's it's yeah. insane. An abundance of riches. Yeah. Definitely. And Audra, I'm just like, how do you have all of these? Choices? <laughs> Audra is- confuses me because she's like the most incredible operatic singer, but then she belts and it's like, oh my God, I didn't know she did that too. It's like, she's just everything. And then she goes and does Billie Holiday and you're like, how did you get your voice to do that? Because mm-hmm. that is, di- that's it, it, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and she was doing something with her body, like her shoulder. It was very much in her body, that performance. That I think that's on HBO as well. We're, we're suddenly in- sponsored by HBO today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and next year we'll be on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> now, Joaquina, do you have a dose of drama to, to finish us up with today? Well, it was something that you said. So I recently um, just saw Wakanda Forever and it's so gorgeous. I think it's um, it, it's a a beautiful expression of, of also grief and what that looks like for so many different people. And um, we don't really necessarily talk a, a lot about that, um, how to handle a loss and what that looks like for people. And so I thought it was so tastefully done. The story was moving. And like you, I'm like Marvel, some, they do a lot. They've been coming out a lot. And yes. this one was definitely a hit. I, I just think the tone was beautiful. The story was amazing. The uh, what's his name? Na- Namor. Namor. Oh, he's yeah. so good. I was like, oh, this delicious. just powerful, just delicious. delicious. I want to be in the ocean. You want to learn how to swim? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm swimming lessons. Stat. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Yes to Angela and getting the Oscar. Yes to all of the things, all of the flowers, all of the awards. It's it's beautiful. Did your son see it? Yeah, we all yeah, went okay. to- Yeah, you like I it? That. <laughs> he did. He did like it. So mm. for him, like the whole Mbako, it used to terrify him, and now like that's like his chant, his mantra. He goes out. That's a character. For me, also that final shot <laughs> with Letitia Wright sitting on the beach, kind of teary, the sunset in the background, the Rihanna playing. I mean, oh. it was a perfect final shot. Before the, the mid-credits scene that I right. spoiled. Right. And I'm always like, who are these people that leave? Like, you, you at this point, you should know to stay. Like, sit down, right. sit down. <laughs> That's so true. Know. That's so true. We should all know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. I'm seriously even an even bigger fan now. You are truly so kind and generous and we really appreciate your time and the talent the gifts you've given us i mean like i said let it burn instantly iconic and amongst other works that you've done so thank you for your contribution to the entertainment space i know that i'm sure people have seen you in performances and they feel like oh my god that's my ring of keys moment Mm -hmm. like seriously you're incredible Thank you. Thank you both for having me. This is such a fun time. Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad. And of course, you're on Instagram. It's just your name on Instagram, right? We'll have the link below for everyone to follow you, Joaquina Kalakongo. And they should also follow us. We're at the Drama Podcast. Yeah. I'm at McDowell. Connor is a Connor McDowell. And Joaquina, we are so excited for Into the Woods. Hopefully, we'll be able to check you out in that, but break a leg otherwise. Thank you. <laughs> Connor, I will see you next time. Drama. Drama.